How are you, folks? Welcome back, episode 140. Uh, it's a beautiful Sunday out there, a little bit crisp here on the East Coast, but uh, no snow on the ground, and uh, relatively COVID-free out here on the East Coast, which is fantastic. Uh, getting very close to our goal of getting back uh, to doing events. So, yeah, keep it up, everybody in the East Coast, especially here in Nova Scotia. Uh, another four cases total today, so awesome. Keep doing your thing, and... Uh, I guess following the rules. So episode 140, folks, again, sponsored by our friends at Maritime Madness. Make sure to use the code FLA10, save 10%, get free shipping over 35 bucks. They have uh, like over 30 different uh, flavors of hot sauces and rubs uh, for your meat. Um, or I guess that did not come out well at all. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's, that was not good. Let's get into it here. We have a fantastic guest, uh, a guy I've kind of followed on the scene for quite some time now. He's been competing since 2014, involved in uh, martial arts since like 2010, I believe. Uh, started wrestling jujitsu in high school. And then now he's become, you know, qu quite a, a talented individual. He's three and two as a pro. Uh, fights under the BTC promotion, a great promotion of Ontario. Uh, he's fought in Singapore and a really, really big amateur career as well. So a guy with a ton of experience and, uh, yeah, a guy with, uh, a lot of personality as well. I like this, and uh, he handles himself very well. And let's chat with him, Mr. Uh, the Lizard, Pat Connors. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Thank you, Derek. Thanks for yeah. having me. Of course, man. Thanks so much for yeah. joining us. It's uh, yeah, it's overdue. Mm -hmm. I was watching a uh, couple episodes of the podcast this week, so it's cool to be on this side of things. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Nice. Cool, man. Well, again, appreciate it. You know, it's a... Uh, it's such a small world, our, our martial arts community, and it's for me as a as a real big fan of martial arts. I always pay attention to a lot of other promotions and a lot of other athletes from from all over Canada. Um, and you know, you're a guy who's been involved in this, like I said, for a long, long time, and, and you're super young still with a big future in in the sport. So, how did it? Was I pretty correct in, in in what I said there? How you got into the sport? Uh yeah, I um I started jujitsu maybe a couple months before my first season of uh, high school wrestling. And wow. then a year after that, I got into the Muay Thai. Um, for years, I was following the sport. I remember watching uh, Diego Sanchez and mm -hmm. Forrest Griffin on The Ultimate Fighter. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I was always into um, watching it. And once I saw it, I knew I was going to compete in it. Yeah, it's 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 supernatural for some people, and I've I've watched other interviews with you as well with Jason and other people, and you talk about you know the love of competition and figuring things out, and that's mm -hmm. see for me like again, and I speak about it a lot. Com competition is something I really got to work on for myself, and I love watching people who really can compete and embrace that like problem solving mentality of martial arts. Yeah, definitely Pro problem solving. It's it's high stakes problem solving, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It mm -hmm. definitely is, man. Like, well, that's exactly it. High stakes is, is very well said. Um, you know, again, like you're six and four as an amateur. Do you look at your amateur career? Because we do a lot of amateur. Well, I shouldn't say we do a lot. We've only done one event. Uh, we've done mm -hmm. a lot of jujitsu events, but our MMA side of things, we've only done one. And we're going to continue focusing on, on amateur and building amateurs out here as, as best we can. Throw Do a lot of pro, but, you know, amateur is a big thing. What, how, how do you look back in your amateur career having 10 fights? Uh you know, I, I was just going like guns blazing. Um, mm -hmm. It was fun and I was really enjoying it. Uh, I, w I, did, I wasn't, I'd met, I'd get in small fights outside of martial arts, but nothing too serious. So for me, stepping into the amateur, this was the first 
uh, interaction I had with serious fighting. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I didn't turn down fights. I would take a fight on a week's notice. Um, I was looking for big names, guys who were older than me. It, it just really, it interested me and it excited me. So um, I had a lot of fun during amateur, um, but I get that now as a pro, you have to have a more serious mindset mm -hmm. and act mm -hmm. like a professional. Yep, yep, that's exactly very well said. And, and like to me, that's exactly what amateur is for, right? To figure that kind of stuff out and, and to to see exactly where you need to work on things before you make that leap, you know? Big and, time, yeah. And, so where did the name The Lizard come from? Uh, it came from my first uh, jujitsu instructor. I had a he, feeling, uh, I had a feeling yeah, jiu-jitsu was involved. He, he was a big fan of um, comic books. And in the, uh, in the Spider-Man comics, um, Connors, Dr. Connors was The Lizard. Ah, okay. And that then when, yeah, and that went on to when people would ask um, how I got the nickname, he would just say, uh, he's cold-blooded. <laughs> so that fit as well. Yeah, yeah, you're very stoic, man, when it comes into fights. Is that something you work on a lot, like mentally? Like, or is, is it again, you just, there's no pressure? It's the problem solving mentality. Uh, I, I didn't think about it until um, later in my pro career when um, things maybe outside of my uh, martial arts career were a little rocky for me. And mm -hmm. so then I realized how big of a deal um, just mindset was leading into fights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that's the thing like I, I, you see so many high level athletes and it's really just it's family gym family gym like it's it's literally that's it because it's, if the the second you take your foot off the gas there's someone else looking to pass you and th this sport's mm -hmm. so weird but like the nhl or any of these other sports are probably just the same like where oh it's yeah like it, fuck if you're if you're not if you're not continuing to to obviously that's, you, that's what it is right continued uh sorry the word I'm looking for consistency. consistency consistency yeah, yeah there we go yeah uh, you you have to stay on that track you have to be moving forward because if you stagnate for a moment the uh, competition level you're gonna face is gonna pass you by mm-hmm yeah it's it's very much interesting in how quick uh, this sport is evolving and how high level the athletes like when you look at amateur oh, yeah especially mm -hmm. up there like we're relatively new out here with our promotion and but you look at BTC and, and prospect and the, like there's high level talent and really really it, great. yeah fun to watch there really is right the i i think even on our uh regional scene we have some world-class fighters mm -hmm. and so i think that'll that'll show once um once these guys start making it onto the ufc like aaron jeffries mm -hmm. right anthony romero uh got scott huts and adam asenza siri sadie i could name a, i could name like 10 more but yeah, yeah. we have guys who are going to be on the big stage mm -hmm, and no it's question. just a matter of time yeah mm -hmm. it's really good to see man for canadian mma like this whole second wave and third wave that's going to follow because everybody you just mentioned is young and doing the right things behind the scenes and and mm -hmm. still working getting fights right now you look at jesse arnett who just did his thing you oh, know yeah. like the hustle yeah, another is savage mm -hmm. yeah well to, like a little backstory for anybody who doesn't know it out here like jesse's a guy who fought in our first main event and he made that fight happen on his own. Like he he was messaging like uh, the coach uh, Andy Young behind the scenes to make the fight, and he kind of got his coaches out here on his own. Like he made that whole fight happen because he wanted to fight. It was crazy. Yeah, you have to be hungry in this Canadian scene, right? It's just it's not as developed. You have to push forward and uh, make things happen for yourself.
Mm -hmm. so good on Jesse for yeah, I agree. I agree. Put together. Mm -hmm. So you're speaking of hungry. Do you have uh, who's who's mentors, who's coaches that kind of use kind of stick close to you know and kind of share your thoughts with or, or discuss different things when it comes to uh, you know the, these past two years. Uh, unfortunately, consistency has been a problem for me. Mm -hmm. um, the guys who are keeping me best on track would be uh, Lyndon Whitlock and Rory McDonald, mm -hmm. um, Chris Prickett, uh, but. Um, I, I left my hometown, Barrie, and before then I had a, a very good um, stable gym of coaches and uh, things just kind of, um, they just, they went through their time there. I think yeah. I, I spent eight years there uh, and the gym dynamics just have, have changed. Mm -hmm. I'd love for Empire MMA to be one of my home bases for training again in the future. But um, uh, I, I'd say, the past two years for me, not just this last 2020, which has been a bit of a, a lull for everyone. Mm -hmm. The yeah. past two years for me have been um, definitely uh, up my, taking my foot off the pedal, which was needed probably. Yeah, a little break. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not, that's the thing and too. I think a lot of people realize you see, you know, other things we spoke about off, off uh, camera or whatever, like at the end of the day, like there's lots more to life than than mixed oh, martial yeah. arts like you know yeah. everybody wants to be a champion we all want to be successful but at the end of the day we all go to sleep and we all wake up and, and we're surrounded by people that love us and care about us and just want the best so those are the memories that we really got to focus on i think a lot of the yeah. time mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to do though you know especially like when you're competitive i'm not competitive sure. as an athlete like i love jujitsu i love to go and i have a hard role and whatever but i'm you know as, as a promotion i always want to give the best back to to athletes and fans that we can for sure mm -hmm. yeah uh, i think you presenting this role for um guys to build their career then they can pass it forward so that, mm -hmm. that's what uh that, that's where i maybe had not put enough thought into is hey uh th there's a future after fighting and so maybe just deal with um what that would look like and so this past year has given me a lot of insight into that and uh um, that's been nice yeah awesome. i was i was super fortunate where i was able to cook for most of the year at an independent restaurant that's really fantastic nice. I, I was able to join a friend of mine uh in his field research for his um mcmaster uh phd mm -hmm. i was doing landscaping with my landlord um yeah and i, I helped my brother my brother's uh production company with some filming in hamilton so oh wow Super yeah, it's big. yeah and i none of these things hit home like martial arts do but uh it, it was still it was good to diversify just my surroundings i think yeah just to take your mind off it you know like yeah, definitely. The, the the thought of always wanting to to get another fight or getting another training camp it's such a and yeah it's an interesting sport man and it's like mm -hmm. you know again like you're coming off two losses so that's yeah. really good attitude for you to be like that because at the end of the day like you can only control the things you can control. So mm -hmm. for you to get all worked up and be like, oh, I need another fight, get back in there to, you know, like, it's like, take your mind. Good, good for you, man. Really, yeah. really impressed. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think I've also learned in um, on the professional scene was when I had a amateur fights, there seemed to be, I could compete every month. And it was, it was very easy to stay 
motivated when I had those dates in mind that I was yeah. preparing for. But yeah. uh, as like Conor McGregor says, you have to stay ready. You can't get ready, right? So exactly, I'm, I'm looking to implement that in the new year. Yeah, it's Ryan Rosicki just uh, posted there. He's like, fighters, fighters get ready, champions stay ready. You know, mm -hmm. he's a boxer from out here, and it's very true. Like, there's a lot of people that contact us, and they're like, want to fight, and I'm like, well, where are you training? They're like, well, I'm just starting to train again. It's like, what the fuck? Like, no. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's people out there busting their ass that deserve these opportunities. Yeah, you, know? you got you got to take it seriously, or you're gonna get hurt. Big time, big time. Mm -hmm. This is not a joke. You know, it's, uh, but some people it's, it's definitely interesting. Speaking of, uh, you know, like high level stuff, your, uh, like your career has taken you all over the world. Um, mm -hmm. you've been part of the Canadian national MMA amateur team and yeah, that was traveled with them. Yeah. How was that experience? That was wicked. I, I love traveling. I love seeing new places, new mm -hmm. cultures. And so, uh, getting to enter Asia for the first time in Singapore, awesome. it was, uh, yeah, it was one of my best martial arts experiences to date, no doubt. And uh, I, like I said, I hadn't been training as I should have been, mm -hmm. but when I saw the opportunity to travel out of country and to fight multiple times in a tournament, I jumped on it because it reminded me of pride. And uh, I just, I had such an appreciation for those guys who could do that. Yeah. And so uh, I, I ran, I ran on that opportunity and, um, it was a lot of fun. The team was great. Uh, the coaches were great. Uh, was that uh, yeah. Maddie Timmons? Was Maddie Timmons one of the coaches on that? Uh, Maddie uh, Poulin. Or Maddie Poulin, fuck. From, yeah, Timmons. from Timmons. <laughs> yeah, Maddie Poulin. Yeah. From Timmons. And uh, Justin Bruckman. Oh. This was my first time getting to meet him. And he, yeah, he's a great, great coach. Really great guy. It was awesome. Very yeah. legend of the Canadian scene for sure. No mm -hmm. question about it. That's yeah. The, yeah, that's the thing. Like the, again, memories you just can't take back. And it's funny. I've spoke to other guys like Terry Lemare, like about that, like jumping at the opportunity to fight multiple times in one day. And it's funny. Like that's the first exact like thing you mentioned. You're like, I couldn't pass mm -hmm. that up. What was yeah. that experience like? Uh, it, it was. Uh, you went two and one. Am I wrong? Or was that? Yeah, I went two and one. Two and uh, one. Yeah, it it was. It was interesting because you you want to finish the fight as quickly as possible but you can't be reckless and you have no information on this other athlete that you're competing uh, against um yeah they, they they ruled it as amateur but um i went after the tournament i'd like go look up my opponent's records and they're all pros and so i fought uh, a young irish kid and i was able to submit him in the first round take no damage nice. but um it was kind of like a jujitsu tournament in the way where you might get your adrenaline so high mm -hmm. and your whole body just activates mm -hmm. and then right after you crash it's right and so yeah definitely i we had a a great nutritionist with us um tj i think it's Waylon. is it maybe his oh, last name T, yeah i see him is he on instagram like t uh t job t, t yeah he he works with that one muay thai guy who is on your show um jake lee you know, Yes, Jake Lee. Yeah. Okay. And so, okay. yeah. Uh, so he tried to get me as uh, as ready for the next one as I could. And then I was facing a German kid, and mm -hmm. um, I uh, that that was one of my hardest fights. I said that was my hardest fight. He uh, he was probably the hardest puncher I've ever faced. And so he mm -hmm. actually had a buy in the first round. Oh, I had a good I had a good two rounds, and I was able to squeak out a decision. Uh, luckily, nice. and then I went on 
to face a Lebanese guy. Had a very close fight, but um, yeah, I lost the decision on that one. Uh, and then, yeah, you go back and you search these guys' records, and the German guy is a champion in his uh, organization, and he's on a four-fight win streak. What and this hell? Lebanese guy has fought in um, MFC or some great uh, European organization. It's, what it's, the hell? Yeah, the, the only way they could justify having that many fights in the day nowadays is putting it amateur, I believe. But mm -hmm. everyone, everyone was high level. It was awesome. This one. Three fights in a day and three three-minute mm -hmm. rounds. Is that right? Uh, yes. Um, sorry. the The first two were, sorry, the first day was just going um, six minutes, but uh, two three minutes. I think James, um, James went on Clark. the next day. Yeah, James Clark went on the next day to fight the three three minutes, mm -hmm. and uh, in my opinion, he won his division. He um kind of lost out on a decision in the finals, but mm. you know, like the whole team did great. Really. It was fun. Yeah. I followed a lot of the, your experiences over there, like people on the team and stuff. That's the thing. It was, it was really cool like that to have those memories as, as someone like, I, I'm not sure how, how old are you, Pat? 26, 26. I figured. Yeah. So like mm -hmm. really a wonderful experience. Like I look at, I'm 40 now, but I look at when I was in my twenties and I still travel a lot for work, but um i worked on cruise ships a lot and i think mm -hmm. of those memories a lot you know oh, travel cool. traveling with people and, and just like experience a lot of fun times right it's, it's things you kind of never forget um speaking of james clark himself and uh obviously condy i'm not sure who else is uh but they're down there they're gonna fight uh nicholas, nicholas. Yeah. that's uh, uh, uh yeah there maybe a couple others as well i haven't met everyone down there but uh yeah it seems like they they decided to do a fight camp in Texas, which mm -hmm. is awesome. You know? Peace out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Definitely. it. If you can't beat them, join them. You know? Absolutely. Like, things, things have been so rocky on the, the gym scene in Ontario. I'm sure all across Canada. So, yeah. We're super lucky here, I got to say. Like, we, yeah. like, we have four cases today. And this week, we've had maybe 20 cases. Maybe this week, whole week. Yeah, that's awesome. And, yeah, so now we're down to like 28 total for the whole province and things are going really really well we've been told we're okay to start working on medicals for nova scotia athletes only so okay that, that that's it is what it is that's still who knows we're, we're scheduled for march 26 but god knows if that's going to happen or not you know it could mm -hmm. go this hour and who knows that's not bad that's, that's no and that, that's you know that's the commission saying tentative tentative depending on this 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 the, the medical doctor so there's still things that we have to hope work out but you know it's it's a start right so um sure we got a question here for you how, oh, different, how different was training for a tournament versus a single opponent uh I, I it was different i think with a single opponent i might research them i might uh see their weaknesses and whatnot and um with the tournament style i had to really assess where i was physically and where i was with my skill set on I was also thinking on an international level because uh, we we might have some great grapplers in Ontario, and I feel like a, lo a lot of the time my striking with my range mm -hmm. um, is my biggest asset. But over in competing in Asia, I was thinking my wrestling background, my jujitsu, I'm going to try to play to my strengths. Um, so with a tournament style, I tried to sharpen my best skills. Whereas with uh, a single opponent who you know you're going to be facing in the future, you might someone, come up with a game plan. Did someone leave their house in Ontario? Is that why they're... Yeah, it could be. It could be. 
<laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Mm -hmm. that for great. Yeah, that's all right. That's a good, that's a really good answer though. Like it'd be, it'd be a super hard thing to adjust and exactly like just kind of trust your instincts, trust your things that you're really, you know, you know, are solid and kind of go from yeah. there. But to have the balls to compete in that kind of thing, man, I think it's just an amazing thing. And, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's, it's something you really can't, uh, I don't know, like what, what, what's behind the scenes? Like, like, what are you, what are you thinking of? But like for you yourself, when you're going into a fight, like, how are you, how are you feeling? Oh, uh, I, I'd say it's gone through um, changes. I think as I've been growing up, when I was uh, when I was younger, I was just like, I was, you know, when you're yeah, 19, up. 20, yeah, you're fired up and you just want to go at them. And so, um, <laughs> uh, I think it, I've gone through some some processes um, mm -hmm. in my. Certainly. We all have, man. No question. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think for moving forward, I'm probably going to be looking at coaching with uh, performing, performing in the ring because you just, you have to be sharp there. And why would you not get help in that area of the game when you're always looking for coaches with your skill set, with your strength? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So we'll see where that'll lead me. Very smart, man. You see that all the time. And that's, it's funny. Like it then even in life in general, without being athletes or anything, a lot of people don't focus on the mind. Like, you know, a lot of people are still scared to talk about therapy or whatever, whatever you got to do to get that mind in the right place, at the right time where you can yeah. perform. It is what it is. Like, absolutely. Man. So I, I think up to this point, I've relied on the, the love of fighting and mm -hmm. um, just a little bit of a thrill seeker. Uh, always growing up and just how I am. I, I like the, the adrenaline sports, whether it be yeah. um, driving like uh, dirt bikes or, you know, climbing parkour, anything downhill skiing, you know, anything going fast, anything. You still do any of that? Uh, uh, I'd like to get out skiing this year. We haven't had the snow for it yet, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm sure I will in my future. Yeah, not, not too. So where would you jump up to Blue Mountain for you? Is, or is there hills in Barrie? Uh, there are hills in Barrie. Um, yeah, uh, my family would. Um, we've gone out to uh, Quebec once. We've gone out to nice. Newfoundland. Uh, yeah, um, Snow Valley, Blue Mountain. Mm -hmm. You've been out east then? Oh, yeah. My dad was born in Newfoundland, actually. Oh, fan which part? Uh, Grand Falls. Nice, man. Awesome. Yeah, Very so. Cool. Oh, yeah, I went out east. My uh all through growing up yeah family right. reunions just summer trips it was i love the east coast nice well that's it it's it's a it's a really kind of special place out here it's uh it's for, sure. a, for anybody who doesn't get to experience it and it's mm -hmm. nice the cult the culture completely changes people are so friendly out there and like it you feel that sense of community everywhere mm -hmm. you go especially in newfoundland it's like a whole oh. other world mm -hmm. it's like you're like it's just when I, I've and I don't have family there and I've only been there as kind of a visitor and mm -hmm. and I can only imagine as family it would be even more like oh my god how are you good yeah to see so you. welcome <laughs> like, yeah yeah there's no cell phones like no one work like that's what I love about it there's no one sitting on their cell phone going oh blah, blah, blah. like they're they're there they're they're looking at you they're like hey yeah. how you doing engaged ready to yeah. interact yeah. yeah yeah it's it's really cool I like that man I really um. Any injuries? Any major injuries? Uh, yeah, I like I I did hurt my arm in my last uh, Ontario bout, um, but it, I thought no, you might have actually watched yeah, and, and one it seemed like once I was um, taking my foot off the pedal with my training, 
I'd, I'd try to get back into it with the same intensity that I had been doing before. And I'd pop a rib or uh, I fractured something in my foot. Um, something happened to my knee, but um, I'm lucky to be still young enough and nothing to be that severe where I'm feeling okay now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I know I just got to take baby steps to get back to that intensity. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. smart. Yeah, it's, 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 I, rib injuries have to be, I've had kidney stones and they, like, I'm telling you, they yeah, that's no good. Anybody, yeah, and worse friend. than anything I've ever experienced. But I would think that, like, I don't know, there's just some things about these sports that, like, the pain, you know, certain injuries, like, rib injuries suck really mm-hmm. bad. The whole aspect, and, like, I hate them. I've had, I think both sides are, are kind of busted on mine. Oh yeah, same here. The the grappling, the yeah, body lock positions. It's so easy to happen. I've I've been very fortunate, um, with nothing requiring surgery or nothing putting me out for too long. Good. Uh, yeah. Knock on wood. I'm gonna. Yeah. Yep. That's the beauty of thing as a as a as an athlete. You know, it's like you said. You can go. You can take no damage. Some people like that. Do you? What do you think about that mentality? Like, are you, do you prefer not to get hit, or is there sometimes you're like, all right, I will if I need to? Absolutely, I'd I'd rather be out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. That's my first line of defense is my feet, right? I'd rather be not there to be hit. Uh, yeah. yeah, like that. I feel like that's what the best guys are doing, um, mm-hmm. right? We saw Max Holloway's performance last night and his ability to mm-hmm. land three, four, five strikes, and then not be there when uh, Kelvin was countering. It's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, it so that, really that's was. always going to be the goal, is as least damage as possible. Yeah, good, well said. Speaking of which, I got a rep. Uh, I got the New England cartel uh, shirt on oh, tonight. Yeah. I got to so, wrap it up for Kelvin, yeah. man. Tyson, the boys had yeah, a rough Tough as hell, off. right? What a fight, man. Like he, you yeah. know, but it's exactly like you said, you know, like it's like if the movement of Max, it's like a Connor. He they yeah. just move like it's like the angles and everything. It's just I feel it when I train with certain people, like it's just they're too quick for me. And I'm, before I know it, I'm on my ass and yeah, it, it is what it is. And that's that's like what I can appreciate most is the the beautiful movement. I think I appreciate that like outside of um, combat and inside of combat, just human movement yeah. to a, like the performance level that Max was accomplishing last night. It's amazing. It was crazy, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, like it's, uh, like these guys, Calvin. Like this is a, a a first big fight for him, like on that level. So he's just going to come back. He, yeah, he's second. I don't know, maybe second or I don't know. He might have. Yeah. Did, did he fight Ege? Fun, was that? A beat. I don't know if that was a main event or. I'm not sure. One. I think, yeah. but well, you know, like that's a big, it's a big step up. Like Holloway's, you know, probably ten main events, like big five yeah. round championship fights like that. So it's a, it's a step up and a learning curve, and hopefully he'll come back stronger. But like Max, man, like I think he like literally had a fire under his ass. He was just like, all right, you guys don't want Volkanovski. He's gonna say all this stuff. I'm gonna come back and show you. Yeah, guys. definitely. Like uh, I think he he a lot of people thought he deserved that win in uh, in their second fight. So. That's got to put a chip in the shoulder. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, it's uh, it was a good fight. What did you th- what do you think of the whole UFC thing? Like uh, being able to pull everything off. Like they've been obviously last night they had fans. It's pretty yeah, neat. Yeah, it is neat, right? And the whole year, right, right from May, they are putting on fights every weekend. Um, 
I love the the Fight Island thing. When I heard about that, I was just thinking yeah. Mortal Kombat, and it's, <laughs> it just shows our our sport is different. Our sport is different. It's it's not yeah. quite playing a sport. It's uh it's fighting, mm -hmm. and which yeah, I think is gonna find a way. I like that. Like some some people are like oh you know like I don't get me wrong. I I wish fighters a get paid more, but that's just gonna that's just gonna take time. Where I think that the UFC, they could be paying people a lot more. But like from a local perspective, I think it's just in 20 years time, it's going to be a lot more, you know. But um, when it comes to, I don't know what I was getting into there. I don't even know what I was talking about. I lost my whole train of thought. Oh, that's okay. So you got talking about Connor versus Dustin. Uh, you know what? That's such a hard thing to see. Like I'm a big Poirier fan. I really am. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm a big Poirier fan. Uh, I remember his WEC days, right? I knew yeah. knew about Dustin far before I knew about McGregor. But uh, uh, I th I think McGregor's his punching power is going to be too much for Poirier. I, I really do think big. he'll put him out. He looks really big right now. Yeah, right. He he looks as physically he looks as good as he ever has. Mm -hmm. Do you think I Dustin think will retire? No, I, I don't think so. I, I think Dustin's in this for the long haul, yeah. right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a cl I love that guy. He, I'm a big fan. I would actually like to see him box. Like, oh, yeah, like absolutely, right? He's got, he's got such uh, consistent power that will, t like, right to the last minute of the fight, he's throwing heavy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's that Gaethje fight. It was a, I really enjoyed watching that Gaethje fight. I don't know. It was probably two years ago now. Yeah. But, I was shocked. Like his Gaethje was tearing him up with those leg kicks, and then he just he came back somehow. Like the mm -hmm. the guy's just a, a stud. Can't count him out. Yeah. No, like there's there's definitely uh, a way um, Dustin does absorb and right those later rounds. Dustin uh, Connor that that's a toss up. Yeah, very true. It's <laughs> I mean, it's funny to Khabib come back like yesterday with that whole announcement, and Tina's like the announcement is. Uh, hopefully they do something that's exciting and maybe he'll come back. But basically, mm -hmm. he's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, we'll I see. Like, you'd have to offer him a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And you know, Max is calling for it too. But like, I just don't think. I don't know. I I don't yeah. know. What do you think about that fight? Uh, would that be um, Max versus Habib? Max and Habib. Mm. Uh, I'd give it to Habib. Yeah. I, I don't. I just don't think Max is big enough for Habib, right? Yeah. Well, that's like going back to like he obviously fought Poirier and, and bullied Poirier, and so if Poirier beat Holloway, you know mm -hmm. you don't you don't like to fight. I don't like to go off fight stats too much, but that's one I feel. Yeah, yeah, but it's something, right? Yeah. Poirier or Max just his punchy power didn't seem to translate at one fifty five like it does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. But uh, even then, the the whole co-main event too is is pretty insane. Hooker and Chandler. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, yeah. We got last time Eddie came over from Bellator, he became the lightweight champ, right? So that's true. Let's see what uh, Chandler can do. That's true. That I never, I kind of forgot all about that. Very true. What um, there is no amateur scene right now in, in Ontario. Like Jamie Champion, uh, I think he's the no. We, we have a an amateur Quebec scene, so some guys have been going over for yeah. those fights. Yeah, 
uh, yeah, I saw some fights happening in a cage in the woods or <laughs> some forested area. So that's that. that, that's the type of environments that get me excited. Just out, just anything out there, you know. I, I love to see it. Old Maz, man, throwing on the fights in the woods. Mm -hmm. Give it up to MFL. That's it. Well, it's yeah. at the end of the day, man. It's opportunities for people, and if people are willing to take those opportunities, then like yeah, I'll power to them. It's like promotions is a fucking we're sorry for that my mom if she's watching sorry for the swear yeah. like uh it's a funny game man because you have a lot of people who want you to fail right but like i look at is it a true thing like i really want every promotion to be successful i really do and like there's some you know you have your shit talking moments behind the scenes or whatever but that's part of business sometimes but at the end of the day and I've been trying to do this with jujitsu forever since like 2014. The more opportunities there is, yeah. the better it is for everyone. If you can sit down and schedule, that's why there's a kickboxing association, or that's why there's whatever these associations, because then it's it's ran properly. And sometimes it's not ran properly. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I've I've never fought for a promotion where I, I've had a bad thing to say, honestly. Like it's not easy to organize. Oh man. Like 20 30 fighters well mm -hmm. we're not the easiest to organize in general right a lot of you get some odd characters in this and so to, to bring it all together and to make it happen like i i've always been happy with the anything that can people are arranging for me right mm -hmm. you can't you can't be picky during no that's it like it's you know it's like sometimes just people it's an interesting sport when when you, you see those dynamics but i look at like a, a, a show like btc or Jamie, like I, know, I speak to Jamie quite a bit, like from Prospect. Mm -hmm. Like these are really high level, beautiful shows. Like we, we take a lot of pride in what we do too, but it's just when you're doing, you're pulling off eight pro fights at such high level, like. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a big, it's a different price tag. It's a different thing altogether, right? So it's it's awesome, man. And we hope to get there someday and and follow mm -hmm. that lead and, and represent on the East Coast like that. But who knows, man, when that'll happen. What is you're on a total lockdown. That in Barry? Uh, yes, we are. Yeah, so uh, it's a stay, a stay at home order. Um, yeah. uh, there's not much open other than um, food, you know, gas, just Walmart. essential. Mm -hmm. Walmart, Costco. Yeah, you. Yeah, that we can get into that if you want the the big box stores. Yeah, all the money. Yeah, it's. I used to live in Toronto, down on King West, and I, I spent a lot of time there. And a, a good friend of mine who still lives there, and he was like, "Yeah, like this restaurant, this restaurant, this restaurant, this restaurant, they're all closed." Yeah, it's, closed. A, it's awful, right? Because yeah. people have been pouring their heart and soul into their small businesses for the past 10, 20, however many years, yeah. and um, you know, it it just seems like there's a lot more. Um, in-person contact when you go to a walmart or a grocery store versus these mm -hmm. small independent restaurants no so. question about it man i mm -hmm. couldn't agree more i was at i went uh we were at the grocery store this is probably like two weeks ago now just just after new year's i think and beside the grocery store i went in to grab some beer and i'm in there and it's packed like packed to the nuts and i'm like what's going on here like it's 25 percent capacity and they're yeah. like yeah well we've kept telling our boss but our boss doesn't care they don't care so yeah I'm like what? Yeah. What kind lots of, of stuff like that going on right crazy like it's a government like you know and here you are you have these other companies like a little uh organic meat shop i go to and they're only that one person in so you got to wait outside and get one person in at a time 
Like yeah. it's like the rules are bananas, man. Yeah, it just there's a there's inconsistencies, which yeah. makes sense because this is the first time we've in our lifetime that we've had to deal with something like this. So mm -hmm. hopefully yeah. it just keeps improving. Yeah. And the the thing is, it seems to be improving. I will say, like I do see a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, it's the only way we can do it is deal with it and listen to the people, science people who actually Absolutely. who actually know what they're talking about and yeah. follow their guidance, right? Because I know mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'll wear a mask all day long because I don't want to get sick. Yeah, I same here. I'm not gonna claim to be an expert in these areas. Um I think we just have to have the people's truths be spoken, right? Mm -hmm. And just um hear out the facts, you know? Yeah, and follow their lead, man. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We'll stick to promoting and, and fighting, I guess. Yeah, just <laughs> keep it simple for me. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. What, uh, any advice for anybody, uh, you know, kind of, again, you've been made that walk over 15 times now. Anybody who kind of is getting into the sport, I know there's a young kid from our club. He's a recent, he just got his blue belt today. Like people like that who want to make an impact on this sport, you know, how do they kind of, find themselves in the in like your stage of 26 with 15 fights now and, and uh yeah i'd say you're you're gonna have to find mentors you click with um you're gonna have to work hard uh every day and um as someone told me a long time ago it, it's a lot of peaks and valleys you're gonna fall hard you're gonna feel low but um there's greater peaks ahead so you just have to keep telling yourself that it's it's not um it's not an easy job you have to love it a lot and uh if you do then keep sticking with it you know mm -hmm. yeah that's it it definitely isn't an easy job hey derek i think we lost you for a minute there now it's the patrick show This is still live. I'm sorry. I did not have solo content prepared. I'll just shadow box or something. Hey there. Sorry about that. Hey. Oh, no worries. I got booted. Anyway, uh, yeah. thanks for that. Uh, I don't know what happened. It's just my my computer. Oh, no worries. Reset you know? and yeah. here I am back. So <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Anyway, well, that's very good advice, man. And I appreciate you taking you. the time to join us and Hopefully uh, everything keeps going forward with you and your career, whether it's making a trip down to the States to train and compete or yeah, BTC or, or whatever Frankly it is. Atlantic, Atlantic one day. Hey, we'd love to have you out here, man. We'd Wake definitely up. be honored. Anytime you want mm -hmm. to come out, there's lots of guys who are, who are looking to fight and we're, we're, we're eventually, once this gets back, we're, we're going to go hopefully uh, an event every month to set six weeks for the rest oh, of the year. So yeah. thank looking, you so much. Yeah. We're looking to bang them off. So we'll talk to you soon, buddy. You have a good day and, uh, be well. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Any Thank final shoutouts? Uh, Empire MMA, Parabellum, Niagara Top Team, all my past coaches, training partners, friends, family. I really appreciate you having me on today, Derek. Yeah, man. No, it was great chatting. Uh, great to catch up and uh, finally meet the guy that I've uh, I've watched on social media for like five years. So <laughs> nice to meet with you, man. Chat all soon. right. Peace out. All right, buddy. Yeah. There you have it, folks. Pat Connors. Good guy, a uh, guy super talented. Like Jericho said, he is a stud. He's uh, he's competed in a lot, and uh, yeah, there you have it, the lizard. All right, folks, uh, that's it.
You have it for episode 140. Again, this episode sponsored by our friends at Maritime Madness Hot Sauces. Over 30 different flavors available. Um, I'm into the bacon one at the moment. It's pretty delicious. Uh, it's not all crazy hot and spicy. Uh, just a lot of different flavors. Some are super spicy. They have uh, the One Chong Challenge. They have tons of different stuff. Um, so yeah, get over there, check it out. Use the code FLA10 and you'll save 10% and get some free shipping. All right, folks. Lots of love. Be good to one another out there. Uh, shout out to all our friends in New Brunswick who are having a rough time. We're all having a rough time with COVID, but uh, New Brunswick and in, in the Edmonton area, I notice they're going back into the red zone now, which is terrible. So, uh, man, but just keep it there, please. <laughs> um, so be safe out there. All you uh, frontline workers, thank you for doing what you're doing. Lots of love. And, uh, yeah, keep being safe out there. Bye.